American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. All right. There is so much to talk about. Before we do, got to thank ExpressVPN because they're loyal. And they don't want to <laughs> dick us over like how this situation's gone down. Thank you to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this video. Guys, listen, I'm going to cut straight to the chase here. If you're using the internet in the year of 2022, you ought to be using it with the protection of a VPN. And before I go into the protection part, let me tell you why we first got a VPN. All right. It was just for the, this purpose alone. <laughs> you know, I was always hearing like YouTubers, people talking about how they were able to access Netflix in the UK and other things like that via a VPN. And they would have different properties on there than that of the US. And it worked. It's amazing. I love the access to it. It was Travel one of the best the things in the world to do absolutely <laughs> and right now express is ranked number one business insider and it works across all your devices that includes smart tv which is perfect for checking out geolock content from all over the world thanks to express's global array of services and yeah like i said that's literally the first thing we did when we activated our account they got servers all across the world so you can pick and choose literally where you want to be surfing from for your own safety or just to check out that content whatever it is but either way there's always someone out there looking to swipe or trade your information and half the time it's your own ISP actively trading your information to other advertising companies which is perfectly legal America America, America yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately you can stop all that and we have had a, we had a really scary situation happen to us a while ago so we did actually need an express VPN for our own protection as well so you can protect your data 100% we really do vouch for this and, and yeah you can enjoy some cool perks while in the process of using express VPN as well so to put simply, and uh, I had John write this down for me, uh, Express, it's an app that reroutes your internet connection through a selection of secure servers from all over the world, encrypting your information and keeping it hidden from anyone who's trying to steal or spy on it. Perfect. Uh, thank you for writing Beautiful. that for me. I don't know why. You could have just read it yourself, but I appreciate you writing that down for me. I'm jealous <laughs> that you got to read it. Why don't you read down what I wrote? Absolutely. And if you would like to reap all those lovely benefits and get an extra three months for free. Don't fumble that I wrote it down. On right. a one-year package, <laughs> let me tell you. Visit our exclusive link, which is expressvpn.com slash rejects. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S. -S. Greg was adamant that I spell it. <laughs> for you mm -hmm. uh dot com vpn spell v with a p and an v n <laughs> as in victor p as in pineapples and n as in nacho cheese takes so long to think of what that letter is uh, <laughs> <dot com>. uh, <laughs> rejects that's our code <laughs> dot com slash rejects learn, learn more. more anyway do it look back to talking about house of the dragon wow what a what a cool episode mm -hmm. you don't cut to an error damon once this entire time 
this whole time we're just like what are they gonna react like when the fun don't ruin it for me in this comments you next, bastards next <laughs> episode's just gonna be don't 20 minutes of Rhaenyra I, screaming what I, I have successfully avoided spoilers for this so yes. yeah guys gonna ruin shit for me uh yeah that that was a very tense gripping episode and so conflicting because you're thrusted into perspectives here that you know is just not true but then you're kind of find your it's like you could either just play on the sidelines and observe or you can start kind of adopting a perspective here and you know it's like of, of course i don't agree with all with what happened um but i thought one of the most em enriching emotional tolls that they managed to wring out of this given situation was you're like, God damn it, Allison. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> you don't know what happened. And, but then when it came time to like find Aegon and the and the conversation that she has with Rainey's Rainey's sorry, that's how I say it. Rainey's this conversation that she has with her, you know, it's like you do find her going, but I want her to take like some kind of stand against Otto because he's been a real dick, and <laughs> a lot yeah. of this has been uh his manipulation pulling the strings so i'm like if this is gonna happen she should at least have ownership over the situation you know yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. do it have it done her way <laughs> so you do have that compelling side because at least in the i have not read the book so at least in the way it is illustrated here in this series i understand where she's coming from all right do i agree no Am I on her side? Absolutely not. But she does think she's honoring Viserys's dying wish. <laughs> and that's the part where you're like, well, if that's the way you think and feel and believe this right now, um, and I understand why you think that, given the circumstances you're being dealt here with Otto Hightower, I, I, I see why, why you feel that. All right. All right. Getting back to the conversation. All right, that was weird. Camera just cut randomly. All right, sorry about that. Anyway, uh, as we we're talking, I'm gonna leave. Just uh, I'm not even gonna try to marry the the clips properly. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave the fact that the camera cut here. Just after all the footage is this. Um, so yeah, when you have this conversation, this debate, I find myself like, you know, I feel bad for her because she clearly. It's 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 such a fascinating seat to be in. From an, I feel like book readers have no issue. Being like, no, screw else. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> the way I hear it's every impression like, I've heard up until like, now. No sympathy whatsoever. And don't trust her, no matter what they do on the show. Don't trust her. Well, I feel like they're going to make her worse. You can just feel that happening. Sure. You know, like sure. she is morphing and morphing over time, and then in in some ways with Rainies of how she sort of empowers um, uh, Alicent in this moment, and even at the very tail end. With the show off, where she could have just been like, "You guys are a bunch of sacks of shit. I'm gonna burst you all in the flames right now." She didn't. There was even that little bit of exchange of, "There's a bit of admiration in what you just did, but uh, I'm flying off right now." Yeah. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you play the game well. Game <laughs> yeah. recognize game, These but also I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow me if you want. Rainus almost looked at the camera and was like, "Welcome to the Game of Thrones." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, whoosh, flew off. You don't uh, got the stomach for it. Get out now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then yeah, there's so many different compelling 
of factors here because like Otto Hightower is just morphing into full on bulging red eyes guy. Yes. Pull the strings. Pull the strings. Yeah. 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 And just watching like I love the way he plays that character because it's like it's the more we experience his strategy and his actions the the greater the c- argument becomes for like never ever trusting a single emotional beat that comes out of him and i i think he's a fascinating character due to that he comes back to that thing of just trying to act in the best interests of the realm and all yeah. that stuff and there are parts of me that kind of still believe that but yeah like he oh screw that no the he closer power, he gets yeah bunch of bullshit like he wants they were plotting to, that forever yeah yeah and i mean he seems like the kind of guy who wants to be the de facto king you know and it was it was almost sorry i have to interrupt it was almost as if <laughs> when allison revealed the king's dying wish that everyone on that council who was scheming was like, shit, why didn't we think to just say that when he died? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he did the rest of the planning for us. We could have just said, he whispered this. <laughs> yeah, we could have done this what, anytime. What, what is wrong with us? In <laughs> fact, we could have just locked him up, killed him ourselves, <laughs> said he did that, and then passed it off as natural causes. Uh, what is wrong with us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it clues you in, like, what's so great about this episode across the board, but especially what's so maddening about this exact situation is, yeah, it, it is, like, it's so human, and in this period of time especially, like, it's all word against word against account against account, and so it's no wonder they do everything so fast because it's, like, you, you expect me to believe, like, I love, you pointed that out, like, Aben, uh Aegon, sorry, seems to be the one guy who's like, really, Mom? <laughs> like, <laughs> Dad said this right before he died and no one was there. <laughs> really? Um, but yeah, like like the, the mistake made, you know, he, he misjudges who's with him and that leads to all this. And, and then again, you know, like all these little fragile, again, perceptions and convictions that make up the real tapestry of what this is. It's so easy to focus on the action. And yet certain of the most pivotal moments come from just little human errors. And I think that's really beautiful and really maddening and really fascinating. And it makes for like really tense storytelling because it, it, it contributes to that idea that anything could happen. See, I guess I just, I, for some reason, my mind went after last week's episode, <laughs> which by the way, I got to love comments who were like, think you were confused on what happened at the end there. And then there are people where I was like, you just waited 40 seconds, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Like 30 to 40 seconds. You would have seen, no, I said exactly what you said in that comment and more. <laughs> there was, yeah. there was a lot. I was not confused patience, on what happened. Patience, Tiago, patience. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you looking out. There, I, I will say it wasn't mean spirited. I don't want to act like you guys are being dicks. <laughs> like you guys are actually like, wait, they might be confused. <laughs> you know, um, my own ego was just getting like, what the fuck? Guys? I did get it, you know, because sometimes you feel like you want that credit. You want the credit for getting stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but no, no one was a dick about it. They were actually, they were actually trying to clarify in case I forgot, in case we didn't understand. Um, but no, we completely understand what happened. I was under the impression that there was going to be like, like a debate about what to do. Mm. I didn't think it was going to be. He said that. All right, activate plan A. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. yeah. It's Acti- like activate Operation Aegon on the throne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, We've been plotting this for the past ten years, <laughs> and all we needed was this one moment. Yeah, I yeah, just did yeah. not think that's how it was gonna go. I thought it was gonna be like a, a, an episode of like discussion and, and and some type of because yeah, they had the debate at the beginning with the council, and and I liked the position Allison took. 
screw it. All right, I love the way Allison's written in this show. I think she's written great. Yeah. Right, and I'm very, very much drawn to her character. Like, I don't. It's an interesting position as an audience to be like, I'm so not on your side, mm-hmm. but I completely get why you think the way you're thinking and why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I do really love the way she's written. And it's not even like I love to hate you kind of relationship. It's, yeah, it, it's like I I get you even though I just don't agree with you. Um, but she was even like that. She's so about because you you do explore that she just still has a moral compass to a, to an extent. Everyone in the Game of Thrones world has that asterisk of to an extent. All right, and she has still that feeling of really she loved Viserys and she wanted to honor. She wants to honor Diana Wish, and she was even like. I don't feel like we should go behind Rhaenyra. I'm a, I don't want to like. She had that contemplate. At first, she had that contemplation. <laughs> yeah. before going, we gotta do this now. <laughs> but she well, did yeah. have that contemplation of I got you know like Viserys wouldn't want Rha- she didn't want Rhaenyra to die. Period. Plain right. and simple. She didn't want Rhaenyra executed. Even though they did go behind her back and, and did this whole thing. That's the part that's so like frustrating. It's like there's not even a conversation happening about this. It, it, she didn't want Rhaenyra to die. And she had reasoning from her own personal feelings of whatever nostalgic feelings, but also on like knowing Viserys wouldn't want Rhaenyra to die. Mm-hmm. Mr. Family Man, Mr. Like <laughs> dying moments of like, you're going to fucking get along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honor each other. <laughs> Love each other. <laughs> You've slowly killed me, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. um, and it is, and it's painful to watch. It's an emotion. It's, it's, it's a weirdly consistent emotional episode, as tense and taut as it is. It's weirdly emotional because. You know Viser- this is not what Viserys wanted. Like you know, as an audience member, what the truth is. You know he did not want this, and, he, and he, just knowing where he left off of, like I think I did what I wanted, which was unite my family, and everything's going to be fine. Mm. And because of a misunderstanding, <laughs> yeah, because he spoke to the wrong person. Because I saw the wrong person in the dark. Yeah, in my one good it eye. Is blind spot. Yeah, yeah. it's because he messed that up. It's now gonna cause a big war. <laughs> the pacifist <laughs> is now. I is know today. the ultimate irony. <laughs> yeah. leaving this they've, gaping they've war hole. the peaceful. The peaceful. The peaceful. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it's painful to watch. And then there's all kinds of people who want to strip that throne. You know, like Chris. So Kristen's gone all like, oh, yeah, fucking she broke. never broke my heart. Finally, yeah. It's <laughs> 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 this whole performance now. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. loyal to you, Elsie. Yeah, freaking Renera. Yeah, 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 that's right. She's gonna be all the time. She's gonna become queen. Screw I'm always that. ready to kill. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She really Why'd damaged Why'd you break it. my heart for her? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Every, every, everything he does. Is, you broke my heart for her. Like, he you ran off of me. Completely <laughs> defined his whole existence since then. The whole, yeah, now his whole goal is just to back the Hightower regime <laughs> <laughs> and to see Rhaenyra suffer as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, like, it's it's all, it's it's so beautiful because it's, yeah, it's, you get steeped in all these personal elements and angles. And I love when they're out in the city looking for Aegon and you have these two pairs. You're watching as Sir Eric and his brother, you know, conduct one way and you're watching as two people who we don't know as personally are processing the sort of debate that this represents. And then you have two people who are are, uh, like totally on the inside of the debate in Amond and Kristen who are looking for Aegon and the way that that whole convergence comes and watching as Aegon is like dragged back to uh, King's Landing and you know forced to do this and part part way through you know like the dagger has I believe the the prophecy on it uh, but part of me was like I don't know I feel like maybe he'll just kill himself or something like that because he's really not 
into this, but then you also watch that turn as he finally sees his court and all the people, and everyone begins to applaud him, and you can see how it's it's that fascinating. I, I can't remember exactly what the line was, but but something about you know not being grateful because of these things that are sort of just like made available to you when other people have to work for them. And so as, as much of a depraved sort of amoral character as we know Aegon to be, I'm fascinated to see where this will take him. Because if there's one thing that's made him sort of fascinating to me, it's that he doesn't seem to care and he actively seems to reject the throne. And so now that he's got it and now that he's got this taste of, you know, uh, power and this it, just this taste of, you know, uh, getting the sense for how much he lords over uh, I, I am terrified to see what that character becomes, and then also what that does to Aemond, because I mean, part of me was like, yeah, this is that's that other thing of like he's clearly capable and wants to do it, so why not? Why why did the rules dictate that it could only be Aegon? Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's all these yeah, like there's so many great elements of here's how our system works, and here's how we need to uphold it, but also here are all the little personal aspects that, you know gum up the gears and everything and yeah the the machinations are, are wild and and it's fascinating to me the way that they're able to balance those two out because you always feel the huge stakes but you always feel the very small micro personal stakes kind of always percolating between the two in every given moment well you even have now it would always seem like there was some type of loyalist relationship with Otto and Allison like oh it's them going toe to toe now now, now yeah. they're scheming against each other. She's tired of being a pawn. <laughs> and she's going to, oh, I'm blanking on the pervert's name. Uh, oh, Laris. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. And Laris. It's like it, Laris was what Otto was doing, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And now Otto's like out. Now <laughs> he's <laughs> drunk on his own master power. plan. <laughs> but he was always like, mm, I'm just. I'm a little coy about everything. I don't. Hmm. Oh, I mean, I, mean, I, mean I could kill. I, I don't want to kill the white worm, but I could if you wanted me to. Yeah. <laughs> your dad, he's really helpful to your dad. And if you want yeah, to he's just, over your just dad. assassinating everyone. <laughs> and then Lars is, uh, he, he, he's, he's just, uh, he, he really is repulsive. He's he a is. very repulsive character. Yeah. And um, these like weird <laughs> sexual exchanges that he has with the queen uh, are. Like these voyeuristic sexual exchanges. It was so just, it was just like nasty. And he said, like, I wouldn't want to even meet the actor. <laughs> like, just the actor. If I saw him, I'd be like, oh my God, it's that guy from House of the Dragon. And you going to say hi? I'm like, no, I don't want to say hi to that guy. Actually, <laughs> let's, let's take a different route. Let's, <laughs> let's leave the store. I will not be able to see past who he plays. <laughs> he could be like, hi, my name is. Uh, <laughs> How are you doing? I'm Ken Walters, and <laughs> I play uh, Lars. <laughs> it was a real hard Dragon. character to get into. Yeah, and mastering that accent on the show, very difficult, but uh, I think I nailed it with my voice acting coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are nice pair of sandals you got on. You <laughs> seem like you keep your feet real well trimmed. I, I would not be able to see past the reaction to the place. No. <laughs> so, um, no. Yeah, this, the, you know that he's got more more pawns up his sleeve. <laughs> He's just playing. Now he plays the slow slithering chess game, and then you know, hundreds of years from now, they've got like a little finger. <laughs> so there's always just this. It's, it's you're just kind of watching this generational cycle of like this one wants the throne. This one is little skeeving guy who serves the hierarchy. 
This one is, I don't want a part of it, but I'm going to be a big part of it. <laughs> you know, and 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 everyone's got their own little archetypes here. Yeah, <laughs> and who among the people who can't have the throne but really, really want it will get closest and, and yeah. whisper the most poison into whoever's ear? Yes, so this was, uh, this was a fascinating tale, and um, I thought Rhaenys was a... Was a Freaking awesome! After everything she's been through, I, 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 I thought that was such a cathartic moment. So gratifying. Yeah, it was very, very <laughs> so gratifying. Would have been more gratifying. She just set them aflame. But like out of every, like out of an episode that's like that keeps you so curled up in tension, it is like such a reward. I know, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm definitely uh, just for clarification purposes, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Especially when you could see that this was all wrong. <laughs> it's all, all wrong. I'm not, you, yeah, team, the whole team is team, wrong. It's team black all the way. I mean, well, I don't, you know, I, I like, I like, uh, actually, I shouldn't mention YouTube is so sensitive about some, some words, but there's the CK, what's it, CH word that uh, Allison drops in talking about Rainis mm. about like your husband was that. And I was like, oh, it's nice to hear that used in an actual definition. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And hold, <laughs> yeah, yeah, c word, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Nice, nice definition word. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like I know r r r there was some, of course, deception and certain lies amongst that. But what stands true is she's the one who was supposed to inherit the throne. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, she's the one. And uh, this was all deceitful. So yeah, hundred percent team black on this whole situation. Can I be team Rainice? Can I? Can I just go there? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's gonna go team black. Yeah, that's probably true. But that's what makes a cool character out of her is the fact that like even though she was been wronged on all fronts by everyone, it's like at the end of the day, the honorable thing. Well, yeah, and and the, go with the I guess who the did, target did of, a, a real a, of a heavy <laughs> piece of dishonoring right now is probably going to be the enemy of my enemy who will now be my friend. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's great writing. Great writing yeah. overall. I'm sure it's a wonderful book. <laughs> <laughs> someday. We'll get so to it someday. I'll get to it after. It's the kind of thing I'm like, it's so much more fun. I feel like it's not, it wouldn't be, it, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's really fun and engrossing as, as it as it Sounds shows fun. for people who have read the book and like the way they talk so enthusiastically and get so emotional about it. With the back, the feeling of like you don't even know what's coming, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're ready. Every time but your mind is blown, there's a game of fans, Game of Thrones fan around the corner waiting to go. No, just you wait. Yeah, and <laughs> just you wait. So my, I like being here. Where I'm like, I have no clue, <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. Um, I can only surmise with the information that's been given to me, and I just love watching the trajectory of these characters. I, I think every performer here is so well, so well layered, and um. Yeah, I feel like Otto's the real bad guy of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. More than all of them, I feel like Otto Hightower is the real villain. Well, yeah, I mean, he's this, he seems to have the best blend of he's very smart, very cunning. He's able to put up face and, you know, do... He's able to do the court stuff and, and do the presentable ceremonial stuff, and then he's able to do the really ugly, down and dirty stuff. Well, I mean, and he's he does not. All, yeah, he does all the deceitful shit. And he's not indulgent, usually. Like, he got so intense, and you felt that ticking clock by him. Mm -hmm. that, that race against the clock. That was all. You could feel that just with Otto Hightower. Mm -hmm. um, like, when he's out on the street, <laughs> like, oh. like, yeah, this guy is. This guy is right now. He's like, we're on crunch time right now. Guys. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we only have a few short hours to solidify our our master because plan. Because once we announce that he's dead, we gotta <laughs> we gotta announce a new the new error. 
All right, guys, thanks for being here. This was an awesome, 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 awesome episode. Um, you guys rock. Uh, thank you to ExpressVPN. Uh, subscribe, click that bell, leave a like. Last but not least, let's do a... Lord Everett of House Baker, you, my friend, seem like the kind of person who probably would die in this world. You're too nice, man. You're too friendly and kind to us. And, uh, you know, you might make it by if you were to live by your namesake. Like, if you were a baker somewhere in the city, not too close to Flea Bottom, you know, where, like, the kid fights happen, you might make it through. But, honestly, I'm glad you live in this day and age with us. I don't want to see you maimed and mangled by the harshness of the era in the realm and all that stuff. I'm not even going to mention your middle name this time. It's just Everett of House Baker because that's who you are for reals. That's the real essence of you, and we are glad that you share it with us here. We're glad that you are loyal to Team Orange and Red, if that's our colors, I guess, and, and you know, our house sigil of, of the celluloid. We appreciate you uh, swearing fealty to us and bending the knee, and uh, we love you, and we'll catch you uh, on the next one. Be well. Always a pleasure. <laughs> What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.